Welcome to Cup Depresso, the podcast about reaching out to others. With me today, I've got a new guest. I'm Hector, I'm 23, from Singapore. I'm an aspiring rapper, and I go by the name of Cole. It's spelled K-H-O-L-E, not the Cole from J. Cole. Yes, but shout out to J. Cole though. Yeah, man, he's dope. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so like, I guess we can start with um, the beginning of your journey in music. Uh, the beginning? Yeah. So... I still remember like in secondary school, like I'll listen to a lot of hip hop, I listen to a lot of rap, but I never I never knew that it was hip hop. Okay. Like we all just knew it was rap. So people like Eminem, like DMX, then like as secondary school students, whenever like the rappers rap fast, mm. like we would try and copy the lyrics. Yeah. And we, like I still remember in sec two or sec three, like we will meet earlier in the morning. They would be so excited to be like, we would just walk up to our friend, okay. they would just take our phone, they would just play the music. Then we start rapping to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to like like show off to each other that we know all the lyrics and stuff. Yeah, so I actually like like found myself really fond of rap itself. Like without even knowing like the culture behind it. Mm. Then after that, it's only during poly mm. where I started uh, dancing. Uh, where I started hip hop dance, where I truly like actually learned and understand what hip hop culture was. Okay. And realized that rap was or uh, MCing rather is one of the biggest like pillars of or one of the big pillars of hip hop. So, like, I was never a history guy. Like, <laughs> in secondary school, my history was terrible. I like, I, I've never, like, paid, like, a full, like, paid attention to a full class of history in my life. I feel you've been yeah, but It's only when my seniors, like, showed me documentaries or showed me stuff about the past of hip hop, then it's like, I found myself that I really wanted to learn more. Mm. So that's when. I researched on Google, you know, I found like different articles that talk about the history of hip-hop because I think with history and stuff like that, or the culture, uh, everybody has different opinions. Mm. So I just want to be able to read like different people's perspectives and opinions and stuff like that and sort of make up my own like opinion in mm. itself, but still understanding the root of where the culture came from. Yeah. yeah. Then, uh, yeah, and then moving on forward so just learning more about hip-hop history itself then only when i dived into rap culture i went to find out documentaries like i think on netflix there's the evolution of hip-hop hip-hop evolution yeah, yeah i mean that shit's good yeah they, they talk really in depth about how each pillar of hip-hop grew mm. like came about then i just like kept thinking to myself like like this shit's dope bro yeah like i would find out I'll research or find like different rappers on YouTube, whether is it like mainstream rappers, people like Logic, people like Join the Lucas. Yeah. Or even find YouTube rappers. I don't know if you know them, people like Crip, people like Sir Skizzo actually goes now by the yes. name of Chase. Chase. Yeah. Uh people like the real AK, who's actually now signed to a label in America. Who's the other guy though? This is a guy with long hair. That time you showed me this rap battle video, then he, he said his lines and it's like okay, I'm, I'm gonna say this. Oh, Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Arsenal. So, yeah. yeah. Arsenal, yeah. Other than, like, main, like, rap songs or, like, singles itself, I found myself really interested in battle raps. Because I think I stumbled upon a video of Wild and Out, like, the TV show on MTV, where they had this section at the end of the show called Wild Style, where they will freestyle, like, battle rap each other. And on the show itself, there are actually a few, like, like legitimate battle rappers, like, Conceited and Hitman Holler. Then that's when I found out like, oh, like their workplay is insane. So I went to find out more. Then it's only then where I started like, uh, and then that's where I knew about people like Dumbfounded, mm. like Arsenal, like Disaster. Then yeah, just like rap in general is 
like every time I hear like a new punchline or something that's fresh, like I would get up off my seat and just like, <laughs> yo, I'll, I'll be mad at myself, bro. Like, why didn't I think of that? Like, the crazy thing is like, I was still, you know how you like just, when you chill with friends, yeah. then like someone like sees a meme or they watch a show mm-hmm. and it's like a certain like wordplay like scene, then they will like say to everybody, it's like, oh, fish. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in South Park, there was one line called, uh, I'm so poor, but I can't even pay attention. Your mom is so poor, she can't even pay attention. Bruh. Uh, I've bruh. never heard that before, holy shit. Bruh, why didn't I think of that, bruh? I'm so poor, I can't even pay attention. So it's things like this, like, like really got me interested in like rap, like the whole... I think because growing up, uh, I've never uh, been like super fluent in uh, mother tongue. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I've always been that like English kid who yeah. grew up watching like American shows, American sitcoms and stuff like while the rest of my family, my brother, my sister, my mom, all watch like Hong Kong dramas. So I think like when it comes to like the creativity of using the English language in a like a form such as rap, mm. like that intru- like made me so interested in what like it could offer. Yeah. So moving on, I, yeah, I tend to go off on tangents That's and stuff like that. Well, like actually about the, the history part, right? Because I don't know if it's a fact or not, or maybe it's just my opinion, mm. but like people get uh introduced to rap differently, right? Some people hear mainstream rap, some are through the other pillars of hip-hop, mm. right? But like, um, do you feel that it's important to know the history of the hip-hop culture before, like not, not, not before delving in, but like, like once you're already into rap, you want to pursue it. Like it's quite important to know the history of a culture. I think it's super important. Uh, actually, I've been asked like this question quite a lot. Because mm. I think where this question stems from is that like the how do I put this like the hip-hop community in Singapore there is a hip-hop community in Singapore but within it I would say like not everyone truly knows where the culture comes from mm. so there's people who pick up like hip-hop dancing they ask like um, like gives questions like oh why should I like learn about the culture I'm just mm. here to learn about the dance itself mm. or even someone who studies like turntablism mm. or DJing like why do I need to know where it came from I mean like I just follow people that I like I just mm. copy their sets and stuff like that yeah. but I think history is very important because mm, for the other than the four pillars of hip hop mm-hmm. like the fifth one which is quite controversial to some people being knowledge yeah. I think it's important because it really like lets you understand why it is it, it is what it is today because yeah. I give this example like if you're a painter how can you be a painter and not know who the hell Bob Ross is mm. yeah. stuff like that it's just knowing like the people who have shaped the culture into what it is today it's it's all about I think that's like having a sense of respect for the culture itself because the main like thing that I think everyone likes to talk about is um, there's always these two parties where like people complain or oh uh, hip hop the guys what you're doing now in today's society is not how people did it back then then there's the other side of the story where like oh hip hop is evolved we don't have to follow the people back then Mm. I mean I understand from both sides of the story but I think the general consensus is whether if you want to choose to follow the path of what people did like 30, 40, 50 years ago or you want to do it your own way, you still need to know where it came about. Yeah. Because it's, they are the people, the ones that they made it what it is today for you to be doing what you are doing now. Yeah. Whether is it emceeing, whether is it music production, whether is it dance, whether is it graffiti, all of it came from somewhere. And I think it's only right that you sort of pay homage to these people and at least show respect that you know who they are. Yeah, so that There's you know we can carry on. Right? Yeah, yeah, carry on the craft. Cause yeah. at the end of the day, like we always say, hip hop is a culture. Yeah. It was never meant 
to be labeled to be something like a dance style or genre of music is a culture the way people walk the way people speak you know the way people like greet each other we like everything about it like it's a culture within itself yeah so i think like while if you know the knowledge or you know the history of it then only then then i feel it's right for you to sort of do things your own way yeah because if you're already doing things your own way without knowing where it came from then it's a bit hard to call it hip hop mm. yeah because you don't have to tie to the roots right yeah exactly like one one thing that i've thought of before is that when i talk about the fifth pillar of knowledge right mm. or just knowledge in general it's because back then when hip hop started right they were living it mm. what they rapped about when it was drugs when it was what guns shooting killing mm. they were living it right so it was a product of like their their surrounding like the environment mm. but when it came to other countries like even singapore like like we're living in singapore you know we haven't had to go through what other countries had to go through mm. so like the only way we can live it or properly like uh, evolve from it is to know where it came from yeah, yeah, yeah. because we don't have the experience uh, the, the chance to live it yeah and one thing about that is that uh Brian Tan you know is Brian Tan right for those people yes, who don't know Brian Tan was uh one of the head instructors or resident instructors for our dance club yeah, in Bali yeah yeah and like during a rehearsal for one of the waves or one of our productions it was he said it straight up that uh no matter how hard we try to be hip hop mm. or how hard we try to embody like the element of what they were like 50 years ago mm. he just said it straight to our face that we can never be american hip hop yeah the best that we can be is singapore hip hop and that really struck with me cuz like it's it's very blunt but it's very true because we there's no way we can grew up in a situation that was similar to them mm. back in the 1970s but like being able to take in everything that has made the culture what it is today and then using our own elements to like have our own spin on the culture that relate to us that's like that is that comes from us lah yeah. because i guess that's how japanese and korean hip hop came about right mm. because when the the culture of hip hop reached there like they didn't have internet like we do now mm to be constantly updated on like a new shit right yeah. but they still like went out to seek whatever knowledge of videos of photos mm. like whenever like a battle happened and the tapes would reach like years later yeah. right they would seek it out just to have that ties back to the yeah. original from the origins yeah yeah i think that's crazy cuz um like like you said with like internet nowadays like information is very easily accessible so sometimes like i would be sitting there thinking like if it's so easily accessible logically speaking more people should know about yeah. the history of hip hop but then like it's actually reverse yeah. like less people know about the history of hip hop because as more people have access to the internet have access to a platform to showcase um one like if a one specific element of hip hop itself they do it in their own style they do it in their own way without properly educating the younger generations of people who are on the internet itself to find out about what hip hop is mm. so it kind of gets like lost and it gets It gets a bit vague on the way, yeah. I mean, just the fact that we reached the topic of internet without even planning to reach there—that's <laughs> kind of like set up the perfect red carpet into your new song. Yeah. <laughs> that just came out. Yeah, yeah. I did not plan that. <laughs> Damn. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, my new song is called "The Present." Uh, it's actually I worked on it with a friend called Ray, uh, SG Stingray. Um. So I was the one that wrote the lyrics but he was the one that like planned the whole thing. He was the one that got me on board the project. He was the one that reached out to me and said like, "Oh, you want to make a song together?" Cuz before that I've just been writing lyrics like 
on like my own little book mm. but I've never like recorded it anywhere so like like that was a whole new experience for me like he helped produce the beat then he helped master it and everything and we like I head over to his place then we'll work on like certain parts of the song together like we were thinking like there's this, there's this part in the first verse of the song mm-hmm. where once the lyrics come in because when we recorded the lyrics it's just like that um, that like original draft instrumental mm. then once we put the lyrics in there was this part like how to make it a little bit more interesting mm. so like we experimented we played around there were like a couple of beats that we took up okay. to make like gaps in the song which really like elevated the song yeah so yeah the present you can find it on Spotify SoundCloud uh, yeah like I mean the whole time we've been talking Ray's just listening over there la. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah like so you're saying that this is your, your f- not it wasn't your first try with recording music properly, right? Yeah, it wasn't but the first. Like, uh, if you want to count the previous ones, I'll say actually recording something, mm. this would be like the third. Okay. Because the first being like a personal project that um, actually you and I did. Okay. It was the... What challenge is it? The who, who and what? Soul Sick Challenge. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. that was damn long ago. <laughs> so like, if you guys didn't know, like me and Xiaomi did uh, like this project together where we did it for a friend's event, like a dance event. Uh, we each took a verse off of uh, the Soul Sick instrumental and yeah, we put our own little like twist on it. Then after that project ended, uh, I actually went to went back and like redid my whole verse. Mm. So I made it into like a whole like in a sense song. Mm. So but the, the hook of the song was the same. Mm. But I did like a whole new verse on it and I went out to record it just for like just for myself. Mm. I just sort of like recorded it, I kept it in my phone just to like, oh like this is what it feels like to record the music. Yeah. And the second time is just to, uh, was helping like uh, a friend for a dance competition. Yeah, we had to record oh, a okay, verse yeah. for them. Yeah, so this one is actually the only like, leg- I, not, hmm, it's legitimate the right word. I mean it's like the first bigger project. Right? Yeah, it's like, like the first like, like really project that I've like fully invested like how to make it like the best in each way like I went to like do did a lot of research on how to write lyrics properly how to convey a certain message and yeah this is the yeah this is the hardest project I've ever worked on yeah like definitely like you were talking uh, you, you just mentioned uh, when you had a lot more meaning into the lyrics right mm. put more thought into it so, so for the song The Present that you just mentioned if people listen to it now what's something that you want them to know about the uh, The Present was actually written with the idea of talking about a lot of social issues or personal issues that I think a lot of people have. The inspiration behind it was actually I listened to this rapper called Jay Zac, J Z A C. Okay. And he released a track called Questions. Okay. So he's just talking about like stuff that's going on in the world. Yeah. Then I had this. It just hit me like I've, because this kind of topics I've always been interested in talking to people about it, like their opinions on stuff that is affecting our society whether it be social media or something that's a little bit more personal whether it's mental health or like self-doubt and stuff like that so I wanted to craft the song in a way that spoke about stuff that I'm I feel a lot of people think about Mm -hmm. but it's not addressed like often okay yeah so like in the first verse I talk about the social media Mm -hmm. so there's one there's two bars that goes Nowadays, it's all about the glitz and glamour, all about your social status painted on an online banner. When you argue with your friends, are you sure it's friendly banter? When they ask you if you're happy, are you sure you got the answer? answer yeah, so, it's stuff like, just 
something like that that I wanted people to like relate to because mm. definitely not everyone will face that problem but I think it's something that um, yeah just a majority of people face and sometimes they don't know how to express this emotion properly mm-hmm. like how like people talking like people talk about chasing cloud and stuff like yeah. that yeah so yeah so the song itself was just structured around a lot of stuff that I personally experienced as well mm-hmm. and I think just a lot of people relate to that I wanted to be a voice for them mm. yeah because I think when I wrote the song it was never to get an answer it was never to to put out a song and like for people to like reach out to me it was like oh so that they can give me help okay. it was for them to literally just listen and be like like oh like I feel you like, just be aware of yeah that's something that I'm going through as well and like if it helps then like it's like it's supposed to be there to let them know that you're not the only one that feels this way mm. yeah that there are other people who are thinking about this kind of stuff too mm. yeah I think like just the fact that you're not <coughs> like your song you put it out without the intention of getting an answer from people it, in a way the song can become the answer for people right because in some in the same way like how sometimes you just want to say certain things to people but then people tend to want to give an answer mm. it's a human instinct mm. right when you are told something you want to respond to it but sometimes not the best thing sometimes you just want to be listened to mm. so like in a way like putting in a song is a very it's a different way it's mm. a medium and it's more effective like in a way because I mean it's weird if I go to you like hey I want to tell you something but don't respond to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? that's true like, yeah. that's true yeah. then at the same time like when you put it out there in that way for you it also relates to other people Mm. And they'll be like, yeah, like that's how they are feeling, and they also relate to it at the same time. Now that's that's pretty cool because most of the time when people put music or they express themselves in songs out there, it's to get people's response. Yeah, and then yours is the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, it's because like I said just now, it was never to get a response. It's yeah. never to for people to actually like like deliberately reach out to me. Mm. And the craziest thing happened like because I think it was just a few days ago where mm-hmm. someone from. Malaysia mm-hmm. like we posted our song on Instagram yeah and Yo. like that was like it was insane because it was like 3 in the morning okay. and I got an Instagram notification that this person like shared okay. like our song so I was like oh who is this person so I thought it was a friend of race then I went to a profile and like there was nobody in our circle of friends that knew about no, me sure, yeah. so it was like a complete stranger just that fact alone like kind of messed with my mind it's like, like whoa we reached out to people because of course when we release a song, we share it to our friends mm. and hopefully that they'll share it to other people as well. But if for it to reach someone that we, like, none of us knew, mm. like, that in itself, like, had an impact on myself. And then when she reposted a song on her story, like, her caption was that uh, 2019 was a really, like, rough year for her. Mm-hmm. And this song, like, ex- like said, explained what was going on in her mind. Mm. Like, through the lyrics. Yeah, so that, like, <laughs> just thinking about it it's, 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 in, it's, it's insane because like like I said it's, it's never to get a response but then it still in a way help people yeah for them to like I said relate that they are not alone that there are other people who are going through this as well and that because the song it talks about social issues but the last verse of the song is sort of ends it on a positive note mm. yeah, so I just hope that that like message or that purpose that intention carries on to whoever that listens to the song and hopefully that yeah that even if they're going through those stuff that I mentioned in the song that they can still end on a high note and realise that like their whole life doesn't have to be about this kind of stuff yeah that there's still a lot more in life that 
you can put your energy and put your attention towards. Hmm. I think like something from what like all that bulk that you shared, right? Something that that I learned from, that I just learned from, is that to reach out to others, right? <coughs> People tend to think like really direct reach out. Hmm. Or like messaging them are you okay or like meeting up with them that kind of thing mm. but at the same time there are many other ways to do it especially through creative mediums right mm. like you don't need to get the response from them to impact them mm. yes right and sometimes it's more effective that way for because they don't want to share it mm. or not they don't want because it's tough to share it mm. so having that indirect help can be even more important or more impactful yeah and that's true that, that's definitely something that everybody should try like to to like something that holds people back from trying to reach out to somebody that needs help they'll be like oh I don't know what to say mm. or uh, or they think there's this model way to do it but like there, as this has proven there's so many other ways like, yes right there's definitely yes. like many other ways that hasn't been tried so people should keep trying you know like whatever you are good at or interested at you should try to do it and then try to do good with it mm and like it will compound like multiple times and like benefit both parties and everyone yeah, the same yeah. way, like yo that is sick I mean if we want to like relate to our very first conversation talking mm-hmm. about hip hop hip hop was meant to be free mm-hmm. like it was meant to be freedom of expression about whatever that you were feeling whether the society deemed it as right or wrong mm-hmm. it was meant to be a culture where you could like just say or act out however you felt was right to yourself mm-hmm. so I think translating to music like that is something that is very very powerful because mm-hmm. I think all of us like no matter what kind of person you are you know straight gay, bi guy, girl old, young like music has always been a source of like inspiration mm. whether is it something that you could listen and just feel good something that you could vibe to on the train or something if you want to go a bit more emotional stuff that songs that talk about personal issues or personal mental health that you might be going through mm. then it's like it's always been a platform to connect with people yeah. for the artist to connect with whoever that is willing to listen mm. so I think yeah, that was the intention of for me like, what I wanted to do in this project as well yeah. and there's definitely many more coming up yeah definitely yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that so I think we are reaching the end of it so I think there's one last question I can ask you what advice would you give to yester you? Mm. I mean, considering that the year just started, yeah. <laughs> I think for me, I think I've started off on a good note. Okay. I mean, it's only been a few days, but uh, like I've been trying to make the most out of each day. Because I, uh, I don't even need to say, like everyone watches YouTube a lot. Yeah. And there's this channel that I follow, it's actually a gaming channel. Okay. That like, towards the end, like the last day on 31st December, then he posted like just this really long video of him talking to his audience. Okay. So one point that he brought up was, uh, how he feels like it's very weird why people wait for 1st January to make a resolution mm. on why couldn't the rest of the 364 days you could pick any of that day to be a better you mm. you get what I mean you don't have to wait for a new year to, to make improvements on yourself so that was something that stuck with me and like moving on to this year as well uh, one quote that like I've remembered after listening to it was from this uh, rapper on YouTube called Gremlin okay. the quote goes uh, wherever your focus goes, energy flows. So whatever you put your mind into, because you can think of it in a very broad aspect. If it's negative, if your focus is on negative, for example, you're going through a breakup and your mind is not really in a good place. Mm. If your focus is on a negative aspect, negative energy comes back. Comes back yeah. But if you flip it, 
you know, if your focus is positive, if focus is driven on what you want to achieve, whether it be short term or long term, you are definitely going to get the same kind of energy back, you know. So, the yesterday, yesterday me, I think was fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 24 hours, I can't really say a lot has changed. Okay. But just speaking, like, the start of the new year, I think, like, I'm really glad, like, with the song dropping and everything, like, we've got a lot of great responses from friends and stuff like that. Like, uh, like for me, just being this first pro- project that released, like getting this kind of feedback, I've, I've never gotten this kind of feedback in my life. You know, I've always been the kind of guy that sort of is in the background. I'm not like a, like the best student in school. I've never been in the spotlight. So just to be able to get this kind of feedback, this kind of genuine feedback for people who listen to our song, like has really pushed me to to want to work more, whether it be on music or whatever stuff that I still be working on like this year. Yeah, so just advice I think for myself or for you or for anyone who's out there like just be take that step to realize what you want to do or where you want to go because I think okay sorry if this like goes on a bit too long but because only recently like just yesterday we've had friends who uh, were talking about like getting married within the next five years so just like bait on that tangent is just whether is it your next step is within the next month or the next year or the next five years like keep that goal in mind mm. and like the, as the saying goes wherever your focus goes energy flows, energy flows yeah. so keep that going and just uh, yeah keep yourself driven find inspiration to go to stay in that lane mm-hmm. and go towards your end goal yeah, and just keep pushing yeah. that when you first said that quote I got goosebumps <laughs> because like that's definitely something I needed to hear right now yeah. like, thank you so much for no problem, sharing no problem. that man like yeah, we're at the end of the episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to clean that cup, man. Yeah. Oh, yo, yo. <laughs> All right. And we'll see you guys in the next cup of depression.